Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review. Going to be talking about the 1978 classic, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Now this podcast is going to be a little bit different than any of the other ones I've done the last couple of years. I am recording a part one right now, right before I watch the movie. And I'll tell you why. In 1978, I was about 12 years old. I had already seen my first concert. I was doing a lot of things with my buddy's parents and him. Uh, His name was Lee. Uh, His parents were on the young end of the parents of the groups of kids I was with. Um, They liked to go camping. They liked to go to rock concerts. They liked to go to a lot of movies. They just did a lot more. My parents were into like planning the big trip and going rock climbing for, you know, a week or whatever, camping trips or whatever. But uh, it seems like Lee's parents were always wanting to do something, always. Um, And so I did do a lot of first things with them as my chaperones because my parents and their parents got along. And anyway, so Lee and I would do a lot of things. We saw Kiss. That was my very first concert in 1977. And in 1978, we went to see several movies that I probably shouldn't have gone to see. Um, In particular, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, it was a PG movie. It had a bunch of big stars in it. Shouldn't have been a big deal. And I'm going to, why I'm recording this now is because I don't want watching the movie now for the first time in all these years to color my recollections of watching this movie. This movie scared me unlike any of the, anything else I had ever seen up to that age. I had seen movies like Grizzly. Well, maybe that came after about the same time. Um, the Incredible Melting Man was another one I saw with Lee's parents, and that one was rated R, I think. And 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 for gore, that that one was pretty scary to me as a kid. Now it's really hard to watch because it's terrible. Um, but back in the day, and it's a very low budget thing. But um, it seemed the lower budget movies bothered me more as a kid when I didn't really know much. There was something about them that just felt dirty about <laughs> evil. Not, you know, I don't know what it was about low-budget movies. So anyway, um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers had a big ad campaign. It was from MGM. It had Donald Sutherland, uh, Leonard Nimoy. You know, it had some pretty big stars in it from the time. Very young Jeff Goldblum in it, one of his first roles. And so going with his parents, everybody was like, yeah, you know, it's PG rated. How bad could it be? You know, there were other things. Exorcist had come years before and Omen. So horror movies were kind of a thing. But this was a science fiction horror movie rated PG with big stars in it. You know, didn't think a single thing about it. There were points in the movie I just had to go sit in the lobby. (laughs) It got so intense. And I don't mean the gore or um, anything that happened on screen. It was later when I became quite the movie buff and I was watching a lot of foreign films and stuff, this particular version of Invasion of the Body Snatchers just has this very oppressive tone. It just feels like impending doom through the whole movie. It I don't know how to describe it any better than that. And when I watch it here as an adult, I'll be able to better put it in words. But I remember just feeling claustrophobic, just not right. It just bothered me. It You know, and it, like I said, later as an adult and, and reading on the movie as I have, um, it's the tone of the film. It's pretty much downbeat. There's no comedy. There's no anything to break it up. It just starts kind of going down and just continues to do that until the end. And it has a pretty very famous downbeat ending. Um, 
So it's the tone of the film that bothered me, not anybody's, you know, any gore, anybody's heads getting cut off or cut it, you know, anything nasty, bloody. That's not what bothered me. It was the the tone of the film made me leave the theater more than once. I just felt, I don't know, as a kid, as a 12-year-old, I just felt it was depressing is not an adequate enough word. It just felt bad i so i would sit in the theater or in the theater lobby for like five minutes and the second time i did that lee's mom came out and said are you okay and i'm like yeah it's just something is I, I just need to sit out here for a minute and they were cool with that and i went back in and i finished the movie and i remember it is one of my favorite movies of all time i remember i mean i love the ending i, I love the characterizations i love just about everything about this movie but i haven't watched it in decades i don't know that i I don't own a Blu-ray copy of it. I may have had a DVD. So maybe in the last 25 years I've watched this movie, but not in any time I can remember. I honestly don't think I've watched this movie since VHS or maybe the original movie theater in 1978. Every scene in this movie was indelibly marked on my psyche. No, we did watch it in high school. We used to do those rockathon things where you'd have to watch movies all night and rockathons to raise money for charity. They'd lock you in at, you know, at midnight and then the parents would come get you at six in the morning or whatever. Um, we would watch movies in there. The teachers would be with us, and we'd watch things. We watched Scanners. As kids, we should have never watched that. And Videodrome and things like that. Um, if you didn't have, they were okay with violence. It was the sex they had a problem with. Um, and I remember Invasion of the Body Snatchers was one of those movies. We also watched a censored version of Animal House, I think. Um, as kids, Stripes. Um, but anyway... Um, I have not seen the movie as an adult, as someone who reviews movies, as a podcaster, as a radio guy. I have not watched this movie in decades. And tonight, I'm going to sit down. In November, they released a 4K version of it. Um, it's supposed to look incredible and sound great. Uh, it'll be the best possible experience. And I want to see what do I think of it now, at, at this age, in 2022, in January of 2022. How do I feel about Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Knowing that, I mean, I've, I have seen the 50s, re, the original, which cheesy as it was, it was pretty good. Or was that 1960 about? Anyway, um, this has always been my favorite version. Uh, the Abe uh, Ferrer movie that was later was pretty good, actually, Body Snatchers. But this is the all-time, my favorite version of the story, and let's see how I deal with it tonight by myself, just the dogs and me with the lights off. I'm going to try and recreate as much as I can that original theater experience, and we'll see what I think of Invasion of the Body Snatchers 1978. Um, for you, it'll be a mere second that I come back and talk about it, but for me, it'll be a couple hours. And we're back, and I just finished the movie. Well, wasn't that scary? I mean, it it's scary, but... As an adult, I don't find too many movies scary because I know how movies are made and I don't really get scared about them. But, you know, as scary movies go, this one's very scary. It's incredibly well made as well. <laughs> I understand why I was scared as a kid. Um, but now, wow, really well-made movie. Philip Kaufman. Uh, he's a very eclectic director, strange um, It's one of those times where a director's style and the movie work together to make something more than it would have been in somebody else's hands. Um, It's a good script and it's a good remake. It's been hailed by Rolling Stone and other publications as the greatest remake of all time. Uh, At this point, I can't think of any other remakes that even come close. It is a really great 
version of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, of the story. It's well done. It's intelligent. You've got great acting all the way around. Donald Sutherland, Brooke Adams, Leonard Nimoy, a very, very young Jeff Goldblum, Veronica Cartwright. Um, Kevin McCarthy, who was in the original 1956 movie, is in it briefly. Um, the director of the original movie is in it briefly. Robert Duvall is in a non-speaking role at the very beginning. <laughs> Philip Kaufman and his wife. Jerry Garcia played the uh, the banjo parts of the busker that's in the in in the San Francisco Park area there. Um, if you've never seen the movie, I don't want to give too much away, but I mean, it's been out since 1978. It was released over Christmas. Uh, had a three and a half million dollar budget. It went on to make twenty four point nine million dollars. And although it got decent reviews at the time, it currently sits at about ninety two percent on Rotten Tomatoes and. Pretty much anybody who's a, a critic likes it. Uh, the music was done by a jazz piano player, Danny Zelton, who never did another movie soundtrack again. Um, the 4K from Kino Lorber. I said in the preview part of this that I've never owned a copy of this in the high-def age. I never bought the MGM Blu-ray. It didn't really have any extras on it. Um, Shout Factory did a version that I came close to buying, but their versions are always a little pricey, and it wasn't a movie I needed to own that bad. And then this version, where they went back and and you know went back to the original negative, and it's a native 4K transfer, and a 5.1 mix that's actually quite good for its age. Um, really interesting film, actually. Um, it's a little slow paced. It's an hour and 55 minutes, uh, by today's standards that it seems a little slow, but that works in its favor. And one the best part about the movie, aside from the acting and the overall mood of the film, some of the more horrific or strange things are just kind of presented in the background behind some of the characters. Like they don't realize what's going on, but if you've already put two and two together on what's going on. Um, there's a scene where Donald Sutherland's looking at something on the street and behind him, a garbage truck is loading these husks into the garbage truck. And when it closes, this dust comes out of it, these dry husks. Well, you find out at the very end of the film, that's, is, you know, people's bodies. So anyway, um, it's incredibly well done. It holds up really well. It feels a little dated just because it was filmed as kind of a film noir. The original movie was a black and white film noir, so this was more of a color film noir. But if you consider it was made for $3.5 million, went on to make nearly $25 million. You know, that's eight times its budget almost, seven times its budget. That's a huge hit. You know, that's very a, a nice return. Philip Kaufman directed more movies. Obviously, everybody involved made other movies. Jeff Goldblum turned into a huge star. Leonard Nimoy was still... He was trying to break out of the whole Star Trek thing, so he has some scenes where he's smiling and cutting up and, and very abrasive. And, and it's, 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 if you're used to seeing him as Spock, it's quite a different thing. I'm glad I watched the movie now. I'm, I'm glad I waited until I was an adult. Um, it's one of the greatest science fiction horror movies of all time. I'll put it up there with, uh, you know, the review I did yesterday of The Thing... And Alien and Event Horizon, which I still think is one of the best horror movies of all time. Horror science fiction movies. Um, I read the original novel, The Body Snatchers, by Jack Finney when I was younger. Um, I saw the original movie. I saw the uh, the version that was just called Body Snatchers, which was also pretty good. It was filmed in Alabama. But this is my favorite version of the story. And 
the Kino Lorber 4K that came out in November is spectacular. It looks amazing. It sounds great. There's a stack of extras on the Blu-ray. Um, I don't know what, what else I can say about it. it. The directing is good. The acting is good. Even the effects. I thought some of the effects would be horrible. Um, they held up really well because everything's done practically. So... It, it, it's an all-time classic. If you've never seen it, check it out. Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the 1978 version. The Chicago Film Critics Association named it the 59th scariest film ever made. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. Thanks for checking out another podcast. There are many more coming. And some more personal podcasts are on my Patreon page if you'd like to check that out as well. Thank you so much for listening. Have a spectacular day and watch out for pod people. <laughs>